Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneurial Hangout, a place where we help entrepreneurs become more successful so that they can make a difference in the world. How many of you know that as entrepreneurs, we can make a difference? So welcome. So on today's, uh, today's, I don't know, what do you call it, version or today's, flipping heck, my brain's not thinking. Anyway, marketing versus sales. That's what we're talking today. We're talking marketing versus sales. And I have in studio with me a, uh, a good friend of mine, a business partner, and one of our trainers, Delian Pretorius. Delian, welcome. Why don't you just tell uh, our listeners a little bit about yourself? Thanks, Barry. My name is Delian, as Barry said, and I'm part of the Uncovering Greatness team. And what we do is we help businesses and people to find more customers, understand who they are, to help customers to get to know, like, and trust them that they can do business with them. So we set them up to do more business. Okay, good. How many of you think you could do with finding some more customers? Yeah, you know, one of the things that I learned, um, and I learned this from Peter Drucker, is Drucker says this, he says, what's the purpose of a business? And, and often, and Dylan, you've heard me ask this in my seminars, often in my seminars I'll ask the people in the seminar, what is the purpose of a business? And guess what the number one response is? You've heard it, what is it? Yeah, to make money. To make money, that's what many people say. And, you know, truth be told, that's what I used to think. And then I listened to and studied a little bit of stuff by Peter Drucker. Those of you who don't know who Peter Drucker is, Peter Drucker is known as the father of modern management and uh, Drucker said this, he said, the goal of a business is to make money. The purpose of a business is to find and keep customers. So that leads us into what's the difference between marketing and sales. So you're the marketing guru. What is marketing? That's a great question, Barry. I think we often get that question, what's the difference between marketing and sales? And so how we define it is very, very simple. So. If you look at the six-step sales cycle that, that Barry teaches, that he, you teach and that you've done with various different businesses, there's six easy steps to follow in that sales cycle. And essentially, the first one is find customers with money. So find the right customers. So when marketing plays, the biggest role is how do you find those customers? Okay, good. And how do you start to understand who they are and get into their world? That's where marketing plays the heaviest. And it starts to go down in importance when you start to approach and contact those customers at the second step. So that's okay, what marketing so, is. So Delia talks about six steps. So in the sales cycle, we teach six steps. Step number one, find customers with money. Step number two, approach and contact. Step number three, pitch and present. Step number four, take them from a no to a yes, which is the art of handling objections. Step number five, close, get the money in the bank. Step number six, follow up, drive referrals and testimonials. And that takes you all the way back to the top of the sales cycle. Those two steps are essentially what I, when I talk about the sales cycle, when I teach the sales cycle, those two steps, as Delian says, is really where marketing comes in. Finding customers is uh, is that's marketing. That's that's understanding your target market. That's understanding your avatar. That's understanding the language that you need to speak in order to attract those customers. And then the second step in the sales cycle is approach and contact. And that's where I believe marketing and sales interact. So so you know the two simplest ways to go and approach and contact are what. 
Knock on doors. Knock on doors and pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Okay. So knock on doors and pick up the phone. So often when I'm when I'm teaching entrepreneurs, working with sales teams, uh, and and one of the things that I teach around sales is teach and equip people to do those type of things. Absolutely. So 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 that would be sales. It's also marketing because. If you have no customers, well, get off your butt and go knock on some doors and meet some people, start driving some potential momentum into your business. But it's important to know that you're knocking on the right people, it's that you're knocking on the right doors. For sure. And in that piece of approach and contact, there's also many, many ways that you can market. Give, give us some other, some other ways. So, so knocking on doors, picking up the phone are two ways to market. They're essentially two very sales-driven driven ways to, to drive drive uh, those leads into your business. What are some other ways? Absolutely. Oh, Barry, they, there's literally, there's loads of other ways that you can follow. So what we advise is go and have a look at your customer first before you pick. So the pick is very wide. It's like, what are you doing on Facebook? Okay, what are you so doing so on let's Facebook? just, let's go through. Give, sure. give me, give me some of, what are some of the core ways that people can market in this day and age? Sure. So it's social media. Okay, good. So, so social media is a big thing, yes? Very wide. Absolutely. Okay. 100%. So it would be Facebook, Instagram, it would be LinkedIn, different avenues on, on there. Then one of the most tried and tested ones, if you do it correctly, is email, email okay. marketing. It's been around for the longest period of time and it doesn't cost you a lot. Okay, good. And then these things like uh, podcasts, like what we're doing right now, yeah. educating customers. There's like these things like on your on your website, you know, do you have a little bot that pops up where you can start to communicate and interact? Well, with your website is a form of marketing. Your isn't website it? is absolutely okay. Good. Yes. So, so online stuff, websites, absolutely. those type of things, landing pages. Hundred percent. Okay, good. Yes. There's, so there's various different things, landing pages, squeeze pages, all sorts of different things on in the online space. Okay, good. And then there's also things like where you need deep pockets like television. Um, radio, there's, there's loads of radio stations now available that's like um, little online stations where you can get in and start to get very close to your community. Yeah. So those are very valuable sources for education. And then there's also things like, um, if you think about more the more traditional space, yeah. so there's billboards, there's street ball ads that you can have, that you can have a look at, there's still the the little newspaper ad, those are not things necessarily that a lot of people do or exhibitions um, where you can have a stand, where you can tell more people about you. So print media still has has a good place when you're talking to the right person at the right spot. Okay, good. So what I'm hearing, and I don't know if you guys are getting that, there are hundreds of ways to market. What's yeah. the right way? That's a brilliant question. Yeah. The right way, Barry, is, in our opinion, is to stop and stop everything and just take a time out and say, let me look at my customer first. Who is this customer? Who is the target market that I'm speaking to? And where do they move? Where are they? If you pick a way that is not going to speak to your market where they are, you're wasting your money. So the right way is pick one or two. One or two to start with. And make sure that you speak to them, that they can see you or hear you where you're at. And then, of course, speak the right language when you're there. Okay, good. So, so really, so it starts right at the top is understanding who those customers are, Number how one. they think, where they come from, what's their demographic, what's their earning power, their earning potential, all those type of things. Yes. So it's really getting an understanding of of your of your in modern marketing terms, they call it an avatar. Yes. Uh, when I was starting out in business, we used to call it your ideal customer profile. 
And so you really understand who that customer is. In your experience and the, and the clients that you've worked with over the years, how many of them really, really understand their customer? So very little. About okay. 5% of people understand their customer. When we start to speak to them, they say, we understand. We understand our customer. We know how old they are. We know where they live. When we really start to drill deep into it and we go into how those people think, what are their irritation points or frustration, as we call it, pain points, they don't have a clue. So very few. Uh, to give you an example, tell you uh, um, of one of, our, one of the clients that we worked with recently is um, they in the pharmaceutical game. For years and years they're servicing people. And when we really started to look, they don't understand their customer. We stopped, we took them through a whole process, and now it's starting to make sense to them. They're even now going to their customers and getting more of their physical examples. So they're not making it up in their own heads. They're now moving to the customer and saying, are we understanding you correctly? Very good, so, yeah. very good. So, so I, I'm not going to get deep into this, uh, what are the fundamentals of finding customers, because... In, in the next series of podcasts that I do, we're going to be talking about, you know, the five keys to attracting the right right customer, and what are what are five key tips that you can give uh, that you can give us and give uh, give a, the the community and entrepreneurial hangout um, around that. So let's go back to what we're really talking about, which is this whole idea of marketing versus sales. When I grew up in sales, I'm a salesman. That, that's what I've always done, and uh, and uh, you know, I've been in sales for 27 years. Um, I deemed to be pretty good at selling and I just know that that over the years in my business my one weakness has always been marketing um, and uh, I have Sully here sitting recording this and he's sitting nodding his head and uh, I can see his brain going no shit <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I'm you know I'm honest about that and one of the reasons is is because I've always been able to sell so I I, you know, I come out of that background so I see two things in business today and, and sadly, what I see with many people is they don't sell. They think that marketing is going to fix everything for them. So I watch people that, that focus on throwing tons and tons of time, effort, and energy at, at marketing and sometimes lots of money. And, uh, and they're either not creating the right message or they're not creating the right customer base or they're not bringing in the right people. Or when they do bring them in, many of them struggle to close. Many of them struggle to close. So, so the question I asked was the difference between marketing, marketing versus sales. The reality is they come from the same family, don't they? Hundred percent, they do. Yeah. yeah, they they work together, and it's like it's like working on a team, Barry. It's two parts of your team: the sales part and the marketing part. Are you leveraging both? How are you driving them together? That they that the voice, the marketing, is the same thing as what you're delivering with sales. Yeah, that's where magic happens. I look at I look at it like this in, in my household. You know, I, I have an incredible wife, and um, and you know, I saw it in the last week. She was away for a week teaching a seminar. She specializes in, in teaching other people, teaching people how to become unstuck and uh, and pull themselves out of their own way. And uh, she was doing the seminar. She was away for seven days. It's a seven-day seminar that she has with with with, uh, with clients that she was teaching. And I realized that sure, I you know I ran the household and I went to work and I did what I had to do. But I was I was missing a significant component in my relationship and in our in our yeah in our sales cycle. If you want it, is that is that for want of other words, I'm in sales. She's in marketing. And, uh, and our household runs really well when the two of us are working together. We both have, we both have different skills, different gifts, but when, we, when we're running together and we're feeding each other, 
we work really, really well and we create the results that, that we really want. Without her, you know, I was out there on my own doing my stuff and I missed that. So I look at sales and marketing as, for example, as part of the same family, as a husband and wife, for example, is that, that you work in sync together. You have, you have roles and, and you work together with the same common goal. And, uh, and so it's really, really important that, that you understand that you get these two things working together. You have to become good at selling. Look, this is what I've learned, is you can build a business without doing a lot of marketing if you get out and you're good at communicating and selling. But in order to take your business and expand it, you need to expand marketing because you need to fill that top of the funnel. Yeah. Okay, so, but on the other hand, you can fill the top of the funnel, but if you suck at being able to sell and you can't close, that's a problem, isn't it? Huge problem, because then you're paying and money goes down the drain. That's literally what happens got a lot of things happening so we always say you speak to a lot of people you do a lot of stuff at the top of the funnel but you get no results at the bottom and that's what we see people start to get frustrated and then a lot of people say this stuff doesn't work it just doesn't work but it's about as you say your ability to sell and understanding how to let those two things work together marketing and sales yeah and and create results at the end of the day very good so what I'm hearing it's the ability to attract the right clients yeah. to be able to get in front of them to communicate find out what they really need to give them what they really need and to be able to take them through that process sure. that generates a business. for sure for sure it's about moving them down that sales cycle down that funnel and helping them to get to a close to bring money to you and then obviously as you always teach bring them down from the follow-up bring them down and up again so that you get more customers from them. So well, that's also part of marketing. But more important to me is not the money, it's the value that I add to the clients. 100%. Because I just know this, that when I add value to clients, the money will flow. When I don't add value, it, it's, so, so it's about taking people through that sales cycle in order to generate income. And income is not only about money. So Delia, thank you for joining me today on uh, Entrepreneurial Hangout. It was great. And uh, you know, I hope you guys get that distinction between marketing and sales. You've got to be able to do both. If you're building a business and you want to grow that business, marketing and sales are part of the same family. They work hand in hand. How good are you at, are you at marketing? How good are you at selling? Can you attract the right people and take them through that sales cycle? So thank you for joining me and Delene on Entrepreneurial Hangout. Looking forward to having you in our next session. And the next time I... Speak to Delia and we're going to be talking about five keys to attracting the right customers. Five keys to attracting the right customers. So be awesome. Remember you have greatness within. Uncover it and uncover that greatness in others. See you soon.